Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 41 of the Mess Hall Podcast. As you can maybe tell by my voice, it's a little bit scratchy, I have a little bit of cold on, but still an awesome episode for you anyway. I have Karen on today from Empire Provisions. You know, it's an awesome, awesome store in Calgary here. I'm not going to tell you too much about it because we talk a lot about it in the podcast, but it is an awesome store. I've gone there a couple times. Just make sure you go there, check it out. It Like I said, it's a really awesome store. It's special to me. I go in there and my eyes just just brighten up. It's just like, it's so, it's so spectacular. I love the place. So I'm glad I had Karen on. Unfortunately, her partner, Dave, wasn't able to make it. But I do love his title as Meat Scientist. Um, someday I will get to talk to him a little bit more, I hope. So enjoy the episode. As always, the Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. This week's podcast shout-out is Back to School Again. It's hosted by Katrina Ingram and presented by Northwest College. Katrina, she interviews people who have returned back to the, back to the classroom in midlife. It chronicles her own journey as an adult who finds herself back to school. You'll also learn about unique programs at Northwest College that help it provide learning opportunities for all. It comes out every two weeks. I've listened to them all, so I, I've been really enjoying it. The last one was uh, about a guy who went back to school midlife in his 40s. He was in the arts and then switched over to business, so almost complete opposite of each other. It's a pretty cool podcast. I like it, so make sure you give it a listen to find out more. Um, go to backtoschoolagain.ca. So, Karen, welcome to the Mess All Podcast. Well, thank you for having me. Um, one of the reasons I got wanted you on the podcast is I love your store, or more than a store, it's a restaurant. Um, do you want to give me a little rundown of it, like give yeah. your listeners a little rundown? For sure. Uh, so, I own and operate a little shop called Empire Provisions. Uh, I run it with my partner, Dave Sturries, who unfortunately is still at the shop. Uh, and is uh, working right now. Uh, and what we are is we're a meat specialty company. So we're a deli first and foremost. Uh, we make sausages, charcuterie, and other butchery specialties, and we do it all in-house. Uh, and we make everything on site. So our focus is to highlight um, Alberta and Alberta local producers. Uh, all the farms that we work with uh, all have the same sort of mindset and naturally raised animals um, that are free from antibiotics and hormones. And then a company that is a 30-seat cafe in which we serve uh, delicious sandwiches and soups and salads and all of the things. Yeah, um, I love the concept. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I haven't been on a cafe side, but I've just been in to get meats because I love charcuterie boards. Perfect. Uh, I love, I just love having a bunch of different meats <laughs> and, and cheeses and crackers and We'll make baguette at home or something like that. We'll have breads or pitas and um, preserves. And I just like the combination of everything. Well, then you found the right place. Yes. Yeah. It's so cool. It's, 
awesome place. Um, Thank you very much. Uh, I, I liked the background story, how you were making them at, in your home. And, <laughs> and then expanded. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I mean, it really did start from the home front. Uh, you know, Dave's family um, is Italian, and uh, they have a sausage recipe that um, I think maybe I learned the recipe six years into us dating. So okay. uh, that was kind of like the foundation and the basis for our business. Uh, Dave always had a passion for uh, the products that his family was making, and both of us are pretty avid cooks. Uh, and it just started from there, you know, what was, you know, initially just kind of like a pipe dream about maybe one day having a sandwich shop, and then it became a sandwich empire, yes. uh, and utilizing these recipes as a foundation uh, was really the basis of our business, and that's where it got started. You know, Empire Provisions is a, you know, tongue-in-cheek kind of name because we're the world's smallest empire. We started out just the two of us, and we started out, you know, First in our homes, sort of making dishes and recipes and testing them out and testing them out on our friends. And then from there, you know, we, we just decided we were going to take a leap of faith. And Dave started first. He started the company working out of a shared kitchen space. And uh, from there, we just kind of started to build the business. So I was working full time at the time. And then when we came across the space that we're in now, I took that leap of faith and quit my job. And... <laughs> Traded in my heels for Blundstones, and you know, and now that's what we do. We do the everyday hustle. We're a small business, but um, it, our our vision has not really changed. It's about providing really great, high quality food and making things with our hands. And, and I know everything that I've had is great. So your friends must have been very, very happy with your trying your recipes on them. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I you know, I would we. I've been always been like a couple that loves to entertain. Yeah. And, you know, I think that that's, you kind of have to be wired for that if you're going to go into hospitality mm -hmm. and if you're going to, you know, be in sort of like the public eye. Uh, Dave had more of a corporate background. So, you know, this like foray into like the front of house has been, you know, an interesting, <laughs> you know, experience for him. But, you know, he's also a very charismatic person. So, it, it, it comes naturally. Um, me, I have, I am obviously the mouthpiece for the group. I've okay. worked in the front of a house for a number of years. I worked for the wonderful Teatro group for, okay, yeah. yeah, just under five years, yeah. uh, and uh, kind of just have been plugging away at serving people. I think I've worn every single hat uh, in the restaurant industry, and you know, I mean, you either gotta love it or you don't. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I know when I was cooking, I definitely had a passion for it and a love for it. So you're right. You have yeah, to have a love for it. Exactly. I mean, you know, it, it can be defeating work if, uh, if you don't get energized by, you know, watching people enjoy their experience. And also, I, I personally get very energized at, like, allowing people to have this opportunity to, in, you know, enjoy a meal. I mean, not a, a lot of us have a lot of time anymore. And, yeah. you know, when you can you know, insert a little bit of sanity into someone's day. And, you know, to go back to before, you know, you know, test driving all of that stuff on, on our friends and our family. I mean, you know, you, you just have to love food, right? And you, you have to love cooking, and we love all of those things, so. Yeah, and I, I guess you're almost describing what my wife and I are. All right. we love to entertain. We love to have people over. And, okay, when are we coming uh, over? Whenever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I, I always try to make fun food for people, and, and that's what I picture you're almost doing, is I see the sandwiches, I see the burgers on Instagram, and 
Yeah, well... I, I just, my mouth is watering thinking about it. I never just, thought that, you know, burgers would become our jam, but yeah, they're definitely very popular. Um, yeah, I, you know, a lot of our recipes came from our travels, so okay. uh, Dave and I, uh, you know, kind of like worked to travel as a couple before we started Empire. Now we work to work, but, <laughs> um, you know, part of that was just taking notes and, and you know, experiencing different cultures. I mean, you know, we have two different backgrounds. He's Italian. I am, you know, Filipino. I grew up in a household where I ate a lot of Southeast Asian flavors and, you know, and then we've traveled wherever we can to just try and experience what other people are doing really well and wanted to incorporate that. I just, I feel like, you know, it, it's really easy to be a deli and, you know, slice a bunch of cold cuts and, you know, put it between two slices of bread, but we wanted something a little bit more different yeah. and we have this idea of, you know, casual food where it doesn't need to be relegated to deep fryers and, you know, pub food. We wanted to be able to make something that was made from really high quality ingredients and, you know, showcase it in a way that's accessible to everyone. Yeah, and, and yeah. that's what I love about food. It, yeah. That's the perfect food in it, like story for me. Oh, well, thank you very much. I, I, yeah, I've had high-end foods. I've gone to, like, fancy restaurants, and but I like that middle of the road. You don't have to have deep fry, like you say, but mm -hmm. like, just good quality food. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. eat less but better. Yes, yes, and I agree with that. Yeah. So you talk a lot about um, the Italian background and all that, and I, I love Dave's... Um, Meat? <laughs> um, yeah, but but I'm trying to think his uh, his name in the store, meat scientist. That was me. <laughs> that was you? Yeah. I love that term. Like, yeah. There's fun things that you can do, and like your title, that's what I'm trying to think Hired of. goon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like meat scientist is an awesome title to have. It is an yeah. awesome title. Well, you know, I mean, you know, David is, you know, a scientist by trade and uh, I mean for him I, I feel like this was like a natural progression for him like in his career you know yeah. his love of food marrying with like sort of like the exactness of you know how you have to make charcuterie and uh, you know chefs are very much touch and feel um, Dave is not he's just gonna love hearing this later <laughs> <laughs> you know like he's a little bit more exact and uh, not a little He's, he's quite exact and exact. he loves the process uh, and so when he was developing our charcuterie recipes you know I mean this this is where I think we do stand out I mean there, there's there's just a, there's a lot of attention to detail there was a lot of trial and error when we were getting this started as well and I was the guinea pig for that and <laughs> you know thankfully no botulism so <laughs> here we go no but there's a thing to be said about being so exact so mm -hmm. I know every time I'm going in I'm going to get that same great product yeah and you know I mean it's a, it's an interesting thing I mean the wonders of fermentation are, are they're just it's it's astounding right I mean you see how you know just a, a slight you know difference in temperature can really affect something yeah. and so you know you, you do have to have that kind of process and that eye and you know with obviously practice and time like all of us now can can see, you know, if something is going awry, and I'm, yeah. I, I do, I, I'm very enamored with the entire process of it, because it wasn't my expertise, you know, I love to cook, but, you know, I am the complete opposite of Dave <laughs> in the kitchen, you know, I'm, I refuse to follow recipes, and I okay. think that's just in, in my nature, I'm, it drives him insane, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I can get, I get that, um, so 
is there any Filipino dishes that or influence that goes uh, in? Yeah, well, we do like a Filipino beef jerky. We've done adobo oh, nice. sausages, and we've kind of inserted ourselves, uh, or not ourselves, myself, into our recipes there. Um, you know, but I'm, like again, it's one of those things we like to play around with our specials all yeah. of the time, and you know, we like to give our kitchen the opportunity to be creative as well. It's a pretty collabor- collaborative workspace. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. So everybody gets a shot making something. For sure, yeah. for sure. And, you know, I mean, I think it's it's not just about me and Dave anymore. And I think that's the story of Empire that I really love, is that we give room for all of our really wonderful team to express themselves and, and, and insert their, their personalities into our business. I think it's why we get so much great feedback from our nice. guests, because there's a warmth to walking into Empire. And it... Yeah. The culture of our our business has always been very important to me and to Dave as well. You know, we want people to come in and be proud of the product that they're serving, but also enjoy where they're working as well. Nice, nice. And that's awesome. I, there's been a couple places, restaurants, that I loved working at. and You definitely get that pride when you're working there. So For I, sure. I get it. It's you know, I mean, having your own business is terrifying, but then you also get to, you know, sort of drive everything. Like, you, you get to decide you know, how people are going to feel when they come in. And, uh, you know, that was a thing that we talked about at length when we were deciding, you know, how the business was going to run and what it was going to be like. And, I mean, not to say that it's all, you know, you know, sunshine and lollipops, but yeah. it's it's definitely, like, been a great challenge to see, uh, as a business owner, like, the type of business owner I was going to be. Everyone, just going to take a quick time out to bring you a little ad. If you're starting a business... ATB's Entrepreneur Center is a great resource. They can help you with banking and set you up with a mentor. There's also opportunities for networking and workshops that help make local connections within the community. Just another way, ATB will always be more than just a bank. Visit our locations in Edmonton, Calgary, and Lethbridge. To find out more, go to atbentrepreneurcenter.com. I saw that you have Christmas specials coming up. Yes. And you have one of my favorite things, um, porchetta. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love porchetta. Yeah. The crispiness of the skin. Well, it's the crackling. I feel like that is more of a Filipino dish than it is Italian. Yeah. But, you know, Dave will obviously disagree with me because as Filipino, I mean, pork is king. Yes. uh, Yes. And the crackling is like the, it's, you know, I mean, it's the whole point. Yes. So, yeah. If you ever see a porchetta sandwich without crackling on it, they're doing it wrong. Yeah. And I've had some good uh, cracklings over the summer. Um. I work with a lot of Filipinos. So. Yeah, you never work with one Filipino. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but They've yeah. all got cousins. Yeah. So, and they and all need so work. True. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the food is amazing. So, like that, like any pork, like the crackling of the skin is so, yeah. so good. We Have fed, you ever had luchun? Is that the. Uh, it's like the whole pig. pig. Yeah, it's the whole rose yeah. pig. Yeah. Yeah. And that's bringing, like, yeah. almost tears of joy. And, Making my mouth water. And yeah, yeah. When, when Dave and I went to the Philippines, um, this was like at the beginning of our relationship. So he met uh, all of my family, like the whole shibazo. Yeah. It was very intense. I have a very large family. And uh, I think we ate, oh, he's better at this, but at remembering things. But uh, I think we ate like five lechon in like within like a four-day time span, so it was a big, huge family reunion, so every single event we went to had a lichen on the table, and okay. yeah, I mean, 
it's not a party if there isn't religion. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's that's just so a true. snack. We're going to, I know we're having a Christmas party at my job, and <laughs> we vote, we already paid somebody, and they're making it, so they're bringing it in. So, yeah. Like, we use, one of the things that I love about the culture is potlucks, and everybody brings in pansad, or yeah. I love Filipino spaghetti. And Do you? Yes. <laughs> Have you been to Jollibee before? I don't know if there's any out west yet, but uh, no, I've heard of it. Um, I've talked about it, not on the podcast, yeah. but I've talked about it with other Filipinos. Oh yeah, and like there's huge nostalgia for it. I actually have like, I have like mixed feelings about Jollibee. Obviously, I don't eat a lot of fast food, but I mean, you know, I was just in Ontario very recently, and we were at uh, this place called Seafood City in Mississauga. It's a huge Filipino supermarket and it has a Jollibee and it's just jammed like it's just lined (laughs) up and so my cousins bought a bunch of fried chicken and the Filipino spaghetti yeah it's it's good (laughs) I've watched a YouTube video on that one particular because yeah if I'm not mistaken, that's the first one that opened up in Canada. And yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, oh, like and just like insane lineups. But yes. like, I, the Filipino spaghetti is like it's just it's just so wrong, but it's just so right. Like, why is it sweet? Why are there hot dogs in this? Like, yeah. And the first one I ever had, like, made by a lady at work. I, I love I love hers. More Did than she do it with banana ketchup? Yes. Yeah. And I think she puts cream cheese in the sauce oh, that's as well. So gnarly. So it, it gives this creaminess almost. Yeah. And that's a, like I'll use the term nostalgia eating. Yeah. And it brings me whenever I have somebody else's, it brings me back to hers and almost well, this isn't as good. It's good. But yeah. it's not Marianne's good. Oh right. <laughs> so, well go Mariana. Yeah. yeah. So she's amazing at making it and I love okay, it okay well I'm just uh, I feel like uh, I need to come and visit you at work <laughs> yeah there's to, there's, there's always there's always food around and Christmas yeah. is coming up so there's going to be lots of potlucks for sure I call Ponset like the you know Filipino potato salad you know like there's always different versions of yeah. it and everybody brings some and you know you just you get attached like I get attached to my mom's Ponset I think about it all the time and like one time I was making it with her, like, beside her, and, like, it's just never been as good, so, you know, and she'll love this, she'll listen to this, and she'll be like, oh, Karen. <laughs> yeah. um, we, I, I like it, but I'll always ask, is there shrimp in it? I'm not a huge shrimp fan. <gasps> no, I, it's a texture thing. Oh. But I like that some people will make it with shrimp, I like that some people will make it with chicken, some people will make it with pork, some people will make it with all three. Yeah, um, we do ours with, well, I do mine with I'll do it with lap chung, which is like a Chinese sausage, which we actually make in the shop yeah. too, which is, but not as weird and funky as like, okay. you know, a Chinese store. That's the like yeah. small red one. Yeah. Like, yeah. why is it so red? What's yeah. in here? Nobody knows. Yeah. But it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I use that. I use shrimp. I use chicken as well. Okay. Yeah. The trifecta of yeah. proteins, yes. if you will. I'll, I'll pick the shrimp out, but I'll still enjoy it. All so. right. So what else don't you like? Do you like mushrooms? Again, it's a texture thing. I don't like mushrooms. Tomatoes? I love tomatoes. You love tomatoes, but you don't like mushrooms. Yeah, and what I've been doing with tomatoes lately, I've always just cut thick slices of tomato because I like them, Mm -hmm. but I've been thinly slicing them lately and just a little bit of uh, Himalayan rock salt. Oh. And pepper. You fancy. (laughs) That sounds great. Yeah, and I just put that on the grilled cheese, and it's so good. 
Well, then that's not a grilled cheese. It's technically just a melt. Yeah. There's like this really great Reddit rant from some guy who's like, there is a difference between grilled cheese and melts. And it's pretty hilarious to read. I, I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, you should. Those are things about food that I really like. Yeah, yeah. I love the mountains that people want to die on. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, like, is hot dog a sandwich or is... A hot dog is not a sandwich. No, absolutely not. A hot dog is a hot dog. It's its own category. (laughs) Yeah. Do you not agree? Are we going to fight? Maybe. But maybe not. I've wafered on that for a long time. I used to think it's a sandwich because, you know, you can eat it with one hand, even though it's in a hinged bread. Yeah. But at the same time, it's open-faced. So it's an open-faced sandwich sandwich as well. And no, because you have to use a knife and fork. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's it, lots of things that we o- eat with our hands, though, and they don't count as sandwiches, though, like empanadas. Well, is a burrito a sandwich? So it's. No. 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 Wraps. Wraps are their own thing. Yeah. And wraps are weird. So there's there's all kinds of stuff about food that I could go on for hours. And one, <laughs> of, the, one of the other ones is my favorite is, uh, is cereal a soup. No! <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> um, it's just something we were talking about. Okay, like, no. You can't have such broad strokes <laughs> about those foods. Yeah, no. no. Cereal is... Whoever... If that person's listening, you're a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's, again, one of those things that I will go back and forth on. And it all depends on the day. And the mindset, I guess, is like, I can see that. And then, no, you're crazy. I feel like so, you're spending too much time on this category. <laughs> I've had a lot of arguments about food things like that. All right. So I love to argue. <laughs> <laughs> so those are yes, and I will die on hills about something. Yeah. And, um, one of the f- arguments that I have with my wife and some friends is over a technicality on a piece of kitchen equipment, and it's okay. um, I call it a triangular offset spatula. They call it a pie lifter. They say I'm wrong, but I say I'm right. Oh, well, so, that's because you're, you're from a kitchen, right? Yeah. Well, I, so are all those guys that I argue with. and I would I would call it a pie lifter. It just feels like more direct, you know? What are you using this for? Lifting pies. So my argument with them is if you're going to lift it, if it's going to be a pie lifter, you should only lift pie with it. What else are you using it for? Um... If you have brownies and you need something <laughs> in a hurry, you use that to get it out of the pan. Okay. Then technically, I'd say it's a, do we call it a brownie lifter then? It or just feels we, like offset, what do you call it again? A triangular offset spatula. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know if anyone else is going to catch on to that no, one, but. <laughs> but it, that's the hill I'm willing to die on. Okay, all right. Duly so, noted. So, yeah, that, but that's what makes food fun yeah. and exciting. Uh, Dave, I wish Dave was here right now. So Dave's thing was when we were uh, posting our hours, he was adamant <laughs> that we would put it in the 24-hour clock. And I said, no. Yeah. So, and I said, what? like, no one, everyone's going to be confused. Like, and he's like, not everyone's going to be confused. I'm like, no. As someone who just is always, like, counting backwards, I'm like, don't make people count backwards. It just needs to be yeah. direct. And he was like, people should learn, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> now... Is he from Alberta? He is from Alberta. He grew up in Edmonton. I grew up in Niagara Falls. Shout out. Yeah. Um, and uh, we both came here roughly around the same time. So I, I had to get used to the 24-hour clock when I moved to Alberta. Yeah. Because it's not used that widely everywhere else. No, it's not. It's not. And, I mean, 
it doesn't matter. Like, I don't yeah. know. No, it doesn't matter. It's, but you could counter-argue and say, maybe you can use the metric clock. Yeah. No. <laughs> Which is totally messed <laughs> yeah. up. And not yeah. worth it at all, but... Yeah, like, I... No. <laughs> <laughs> so, what other great things are you guys coming up with? Like, what's exciting coming out soon? Well, I mean, Christmas is always exciting. Yeah. I love it because, I mean, it's the holiday season, so it just means that, you know, everybody's in celebration mode, everybody's in a good mood, you know. I mean, I, I'm sure there's some people who would argue with me about that, but, you know, I I love December. I mean, as someone who's worked in the restaurant industry forever, it's always been my favorite month. Like, just, yeah. you know, it's hustle mode, and I it really is. get, I do, I get energized from it. Like, when we're not quiet, I'm in January, like, January is January, right? Everybody kind of gets into their resolutions and whatnot. So, you know, December for us is just this time to just, like, really engage with our guests and, you know, and work as hard as we can. And, yeah, the days are long, but they're very rewarding as well. Like, I, I, you know, we do lots of sort of family meals. Obviously, there's all of the stuff that we're doing on special. I will be, like, nonstop building charcuterie boards and harvest tables for probably the rest of the month, and yeah. I'll go blind, and I'll probably never want to touch a piece of salami again but ooh, anyway, phrasing <laughs> that's how I, I I enjoyed the Christmas rush when I was mm-hmm. working in restaurants like at the end of the night you just relax and have that beer at the end of the night with everybody yeah. else and you get going and it's just like you're looking forward to that almost last weekend right before Christmas because that's Usually when it ends yeah. with Christmas rush. And, and everything just gets insane. Yeah. And I mean, last year we opened right after Thanksgiving. So we had this like great sort of crescendo, you know, of like just being super busy. And, you know, people didn't even know that we were necessarily there or open yet. And so I'm really excited to see what December will be like this year. Nice. Um, when I was, when David, actually, Dave and I actually met uh, working in a wine store called Bid 905, which is an awesome wine store yeah. in Calgary, um, and part of our December ritual, because we would be doing the same thing, hustling hard and working long hours, was that we would drink a bottle of champagne, like, this, the team, not just me and yeah. Dave, but the team would, like, we would drink a bottle of champagne, and, like, that last week up towards, you know, it was the reward for you know, getting dirty and hustling around and, like, moving boxes and yeah. unloading things and all those other things. We would we would reward ourselves with something like that. So we'll Thanks. have to find something to do for the for the staff for, for this year. Cool. Um, one of my favorite things about Christmas, um, I did so much turkey, and I don't like doing yeah. turkey at home. Ah, turkey's nah. bullshit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Um, we do lamb at Christmas. Oh, so good. And it's not always the same lamb every year. Yeah. Sometimes we do shank, sometimes we'll do stew, sometimes we'll do a lag of lamb, and it's yes. just always something exciting. And that's, yeah. That's our meat um, holiday almost. Yeah. It's hard, though, like, it's hard, though, if you're a person who doesn't like turkey and then you try and introduce a non-turkey option. We did that one year with... Dave's family and we brought a prime rib roast and everybody loved it. They were his family's amazing and we did a ham, but like the next year they were like, "But we're going back to turkey, right?" And like, oh my god, it's the most boring of of meats. I know some people revel in it, but really I'm the person who just eats around the turkey. Like I, yeah. I'm there for the stuffing. Uh, I don't like ma- I'm this is probably the most unpopular thing I'll say today. I don't like mashed potatoes. I'm just never been a mashed potato. I just find it very bland. I. I I like potatoes, but I like doing 
different things with them. Yeah. Uh, I think potatoes are a great um, vehicle almost. Yeah. And they can carry such other oh, great yeah. things. Butter, so, cream. Yeah. <laughs> but like salsa and mashed potatoes is so good. Oh. Um, I use salsa, cream, eh? Yeah. Cream cheese I like. Yeah. You know, just gives that creaminess. But yeah, I, I like just almost a vehicle for everything else. But yeah. You, you said something that I really like is stuffing. Um, oh, yeah. Stuffing is my favorite part. Like, we did a rotisserie chicken yesterday for supper, and my wife was just going to make rotisserie chicken, and I happened to be off of work early, so I said, mm-hmm. well, I'll make it because I want to make stuffing with it. Yeah. Uh, not that she doesn't like stuffing or hates it. I don't think she was going to make stuffing, so I had to stop, step in and stop what she was doing so we could have stuffing. And, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, press it, pause for sure. It, yeah, what do you do in your stuffing? Um, sometimes I'll just make a basic one. I'm a huge fan of summer savory in the stuffing. Mm-hmm. So I'll do summer savory. But yesterday I tried something a little bit different, and it didn't quite work out. Um, not everything works out in my house. so Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the process, right? Like, yeah. I mean, that's the beauty. So what did you do? I, I put a little touch of vinegar in because my wife likes stuff on that tart side and the vinegary side. Yeah. So I just put a dash of red wine vinegar in, and... No, it didn't work out. It just didn't happen. All right. Well. But I tried. It didn't work out with the vinegar in the dressing. So I'm not going to do that again. I don't recommend it. Yes. So, yeah. Um, so what are some of your best things that you guys have at Empire? Oh, okay. Like? Uh, well, I would say, or at least my staff would say, that uh, the senior torta is... Uh, probably my favorite thing and maybe one of our best things. I'm obviously biased. I, I, I think everything is the best. But, um, you know, we definitely have people who uh, sort of clamor for that particular sandwich. It's our take on a Mexican-style torta or Mexican sandwich, if you will. Uh, our Cubano is definitely our top seller. And, and again, in my own biased opinion, uh, I think it's the best Cubano that you can get in Western Canada. Okay. And... Uh, yeah, but there's other, like, little provisions that we have in the store that I think are just, they're great notes on, on what we do and what we do really well. Uh, we have a wonderful commercial smoker, so we try and smoke everything other than just meat. Nice. Uh, our smoked olives are one of the more interesting things that you can get uh, in the shop as a, as a consideration, as well as our, our almonds. Um, I think I'll just start, If I'll keep going, I'll just keep <laughs> listing products. Our Culatello is obviously like our crown jewel. Uh, if you haven't had Culatello before, Culatello is the heart of the prosciutto. Uh, yes. And it is also uh, known lovingly as little ass in uh, Italian. So it's got that little note to it too, and that's why I love it. It's one of my favorite things that we make. And uh, it's it, it definitely gives you sort of that showcasing of, you know, what time and patience will we'll give you. It takes about six to eight months to cure. Yeah, that mm-hmm. sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, so if somebody new came in to your shop, what would what would you recommend to them if they're not in the charcuterie or... I think I'd say go or, to co-op. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or I guess better question is, what are four things that you want to put on a charcuterie board? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know, obviously, aside from, you know, having a good balanced selection of different types of um, meat. So when we're building our boards, you know, you always want to have a different array of whole muscle cures, salamis, some pate, different flavors and textures. Uh, you know, I always want to see things like nuts and honey. I absolutely love honey with one particular um 
sausage that we make, and that's called induya. So it's a okay, Calabrian-style um, fermented sausage that's spreadable. It's 50% fat, 50% meat, and that's where you get that really luxurious texture. And drizzling a little bit of really good honey on it is like this perfect balance of like smoky and sweet. Nice. I, I never thought about just putting honey on a charcuterie board. Ah, oh, you should do. You haven't lived. So I'm, good. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do that. I, yeah. Exactly. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's one of those things about like about finding some balance. You know, I'm, it's it, it could just be a bunch of meat on a board, but you know that's why we balance it out with the different textures of cheeses. I'm a big olive fan, but I'm also like a huge fan of 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 pickled everything. So, yes. Uh, yes. you know, we make our own sweet and sour pickles in house. We have you know our delicious Calabrian peppers, which, you know, we were kind of just, like, going back and forth about, like, the, the dangers of, of peppers, and um, for us, you know, when we're doing peppers in, in the store, it can get quite spicy in there, but it's it's awesome. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's one of those things, too, though, like, I mean, some people use charcuterie boards to build their own little mini sandwiches, and um, you just have to have all of the right things. Really yeah. good mustard, also a key. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of regular, just prepared mustard but I oh like, I love it it's so grimy and dirty. I, I, like, <laughs> I like different mustards I like flavored mustards I like Dijon yeah. that has like a really good bite so yeah I um, know the spice factor yeah it's really yeah it's important it's yeah. important to a good sandwich too though I mean yeah. the balance of condiment the one, ratio if you yeah. will and one thing that you mentioned was pate I, mm. I, I don't think there's a love for pate that there used to be and I'd like to see more of that because I think it's yeah, Such you know, a good I thing. mean, it's an introduction. I think that, you know, as people are able to be more food savvy, you know, the internet is a, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse, especially if yes. you're a restaurateur, but yes. I mean, uh, it's, you know, people are asking for things like pâté en croûte, you know, people understand nice. what chicken liver mousse now is, and I mean, it, it's exciting for us because now we just get to play in the kitchen and we get to, to present these things. It, it can be hard though, you know, you, you put your heart out uh, <laughs> on the table and sometimes people aren't fighting, but uh, that's also, you know part of what we do at the shop it's a there's a good education factor you know and we're not we're never trying to be like pushy about what we think people should be eating we obviously want to provide things that people want but you know I think people come in with like a really like wide-eyed kind of approach to empire provisions because we don't try and pigeonhole ourselves into a box we make a lot of everything we're not your typical deli we just we don't just slice cold cuts and put them between two slices of bread we you know we try to get a little bit creative with the products that we have in house and we try to introduce people to some new flavors and sometimes it's you know again it's that whole trial and error of yeah. whether it's going to be a pass or a fail or you talk about white eye that's what my eyes do when i go in there it's just like yeah because we have all the things yeah yeah, so. yeah it's a um, yeah. that's awesome so i'm going to leave it on this last question mm-hmm. um if you had a fanny pack yes. and you're going on a day trip whether it's through the mountains or just on a road trip in the car, what would you have to jam in there? <laughs> it, would be, it would be tequila. Yes. <laughs> uh, and those who know me know that that is very accurate. Uh, you know, and I'm just going to be obnoxious and say I'm going to grab some Empire Provisions pepperoni sticks, uh, nice. some really good Comte, and, uh, yeah, and a really good playlist, and off we go. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so where, where can people find you? Where is your shop located in? What about social media and everything like okay. that? Okay. Ah, all the important stuff. So uh, you can find Empire Provisions at 8409 Elbow Drive Southwest. We are located in the wonderful neighborhood of Haysboro. 
Uh, and uh, you can find us at a lot of uh, sort of local boutique shops as well. We have wonderful supporters in Calgary. You can find us at Sunnyside Market, Our Daily Bread, The Cookbook Company, The Italian Center, just to name a few. Uh, and then you can find us uh, online. So um, Facebook and Instagram, it's at Empire Provisions. And then on Twitter, it's at Empire YYC. Awesome. And thanks again for doing this. This was great. Thanks, Avery. It was really nice to meet you. You too.